A summer love is beautiful, but it's not enough to satisfy emotions that are shared between us. A winter love is cozy, but I need so much more. It just intensifies my wants to have a love that endures. Whoa. Because mm. every time I close my eyes, I think of you. And no matter what the season is, I still love you with all my heart. And I want to be with you wherever you are. I only think of you on two occasions. What's that? That's day and night. I'll go for broke if I could be with you. Only you can make it right. Yeah. Let's start the show. Okay, over there? I just need a cigar. I'll be all set. That's it. <laughs> you like the chips, man? The chips they're good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're Most good. importantly, they're not greasy. Right. right. Good. Right. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good sandwich, man. I'll tell you what. Um, make sure you, well, you said you're going to get pictures. Um, welcome to the Short Desk Podcast, man. We're here. We're getting it in. This is episode six. Um, we want to thank you guys for coming. Again, why you chewing? <laughs> um, again, I, I know I keep hammering this home. I want to thank you guys for your support. Please download us wherever you download podcasts at. Uh, we are here. We're at all streaming sites. An easier way to get to us is through the short desk podcast um, backslash buzzsprout.com. That will, you know, get you to where you can download on that site. And then also you can get us on where we uh, have our site, uh, where we're streaming from with the Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Deezer, IF Tunes, all those places that we're streaming at. Download us, please. Please download us. That really helps us. Um, it keeps us going. It helps us with our metrics. It let us know who our listeners are. Please feel free to interact with us on our Facebook page and our Instagram page. We get a lot of interaction on our Instagram page. You can do that on our Facebook page as well. We really, really want you guys to be interactive with us. We're, we may do some lives with you guys and, you know, you guys have any questions, anything. We're going to be there. So, you know, we really, really I, I can't I can't even really express how appreciative we are of the support of what's going on with the podcast and how you guys have gotten behind us and, you know, tell us what you like, what you haven't liked. And um, just being supportive, man, it's just been been phenomenal. So, again, thank you guys. Thank you so much for everything. Um, we want to just get right into it with our local business. Um, you know, you may have heard the crunching going on. 
So we have a local business here. It is called Bad Ass Sandwiches. Um, and it's spelled B-A-D-A-S apostrophe S sandwiches. That's a local business here in Orlando. Um, they have two locations. They have their location on Primrose, um, Primrose Road. And then they also have their location in uh, off of Fairbanks, uh, West Fairbanks. So they have two addresses. The first one is 207 North Primrose Drive, Orlando, Florida, 32803. And the other one is based in Winter Park, which is 1881 West Fairbanks Avenue, Winter Park, Florida, 32789. You can contact them if you wanted to do a pickup or or whatever, you know, for their sandwiches. The Orlando Primrose is 407-757-7191. Winter Park is 407-951-6971. You can also go on their website, which is badasssandwiches.com and order. They're open Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 8.30 p.m. and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. and on Sunday from 11 to 5. Um, That's Orlando. Winter Park is closed on Mondays. Tuesday through Saturday, 11 to 8 and Sunday, 11 to 5 days. So they have different hours at both locations. I talked with the owner, John Colazzo. Great guy, man. He's a, he's a, he's a great guy, entrepreneur. Um, he's always, you know, known his love of food was something he wanted to explore. You know, he spent at an early age working with his mother, who was his mentor um, in the kitchen, honing his skills. Um, at just 17 years old, he started building a culinary career as a kitchen manager in an upscale sports lounge in Allentown, Pennsylvania. In 2000, he chose the uh, restaurant school at Walnut Hill College in Philadelphia to further develop his culinary expertise. He also helped open different concepts in New York, Philadelphia, Nantucket, and Martha's Vineyard, holding high-level positions and award-winning restaurants like Anel, Ananel and Hugo Castle Restaurants and Bar and Raga Restaurants. And so then in 2015, my man finally said, hey, I want to become my own boss. And he did just that. He opened up a uh, on the go concept called Badass Sandwiches. And so he wanted to, you know, wow the food truck lovers here in Central Florida. There was a big, big uh, food truck uh, craze going on for a period of time. Still kind of there, you know. And so, you know, he did that. And he uses a lot of fresh ingredients. Um, you know, it's nothing. It's just all fresh, man. It's very different. And so he decided to expand that into a brick and mortar spot in the heart of Orlando. And just last year, you know, thank God for, you know, the success my man opened up a second um, brick and mortar, which is the one in Winter Park. So very, very successful. You will see pictures. Drew's taking pictures of our sandwiches. We ordered sandwiches online and had those picked up today. Um, Drew ordered the steakhouse, which is a house roasted ribeye bacon, but he had no pork on his dehydrated mushroom saute onions. Crispy chips, house-made blue cream cheese. That's what he had. John had the Garfield, which was a crispy fried, lightly battered codfish. Asian slaw tomato with a spicy remoulade. He had that put on the side because he didn't know if he was going to like it or not. But then he dipped it all on this, so it's good. 
And I have a um, the killer, and that is a crispy fried dark meat chicken, spicy honey glaze. I didn't put any pickles or tomatoes on there, but it's less lettuce. And instead of the house made blue cheese, I um, had a um, garlic, uh, a lime miso sauce, spicy lime miso sauce put on it. So I kind of, you know, um, was able to modify mine. So as we're talking, the guys are taking a bite. So I want to get y'all reaction to badass sandwiches. Again, guys, they got so many sandwiches. They got grilled cheese. Every weekend they have a special deal on sandwiches. They have this one called a beef eater where it's thinly sliced ribeye with a smoked gouda, tater tots, and um, a fried egg on it. My son loves it. I got a video of him eating the sandwich that will be on YouTube. So check out our YouTube page, The Short Desk Podcast. You will see firsthand how much he loved that sandwich and how it is made. So you guys just took your first bite. I'm about to take mine. I never had this sandwich. I usually get um, my favorite sandwich that they have is usually the Ninja, which is a crispy fried Asian glazed pork belly. And I love it. But I've never had this one. So you guys are taking your bites. Let them let them know what y'all think of the sandwich. Mm. <laughs> what you got, John? Well, this oh. is so unprofessional. Mm-hmm. But I don't care. <laughs> this um, Garfield with the lightly battered codfish and with the aioli sauce, the garlic aioli sauce, I wasn't um, familiar with. I'm glad I put it on my sandwich. Mm. This is a fantastic sandwich. A very delightful bite. And um, let me ask you: If you didn't like it, would you have? Would you even be saying anything about it? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But it tastes like more. Mm. So okay. And then paired with the uh, kettle chips. Mm-hmm. Which are fantastic, by the way. They're not greasy. This mm-hmm. is correct. So they make their own kettle chips in house. Um, you have the option of with any sandwich that you get, you can get kettle chips or you can get tater tots. Um, it is your option. We got the, the chips. Um, Drew, you got the steakhouse. What you think? Well. If there's ever a meat shortage in Florida, <laughs> you know why. Uh, excuse me. My mom told me not to eat with my mouth full. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fucking meat on this. <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. they really, and I'm going to tell you something. Me personally, I'm not a sandwich guy. Neither am I. I'm not big on sandwiches. Um, just give me the meat. Um, this sandwich I have here has the perfect blend of spice. Um, I'm big into spicy food, but I don't want something that's so spicy that I can't taste it. You know, I want it to have a little flavor. The spicy honey sauce that they put on this sandwich, oh my God, it's good. And then I put the aioli with it. Now, they, it usually comes 
um, with a blue, a house made blue cheese. I don't like blue cheese sauce, but I heard it's fantastic. But um, please, if you can, check them out. Um, Badass Sandwiches. Um, they do have delivery, uh, and so you can give them a call, you know, within a certain range. Check them out online, badasssandwiches.com. Again, a great company. They have plenty of sandwiches there. They have a Minion, which is a grilled cheese, the Garfield, the IRA, which is corned beef, pastrami, Harvati. One called the Soprano, the Knight, which, you know, has house roasted ribeye, black pepper, bacon, tater tots, onions, baby green, smoked cheddar, saffron, aioli. They even have um, a vegetarian one, a vegan um, HHH happy healthy humans with roasted zucchini roasted cauliflower roasted mushrooms lettuce tomatoes pickled onions I mean they you name it they have it I'll have to try that one next time yeah it, it's it's good they even have kids they have a press sandwich the sauces they have many sauces available on the side like I said they have the option of um, you know you can get the chips with it you can get uh, tater tots with it they also Excuse me, if you're into pork rinds, they have those as well. So um, shout out again to John Colazzo, Badass Sandwiches. Open up his second spot in Winter Park. You guys check them out. They're also on Instagram. So, you know, a lot of us are visual people. So if you have an Instagram page, check them out. They're at badass underscore sandwich um, on Instagram. They post pictures very interactive with their people that comment. They have pictures of the sandwiches. Again, Andrew's taking pictures of the sandwiches that we were eating. And again, we, um, you know, I'll have the video of us, um, you know, of, of uh, my son <laughs> eating his sandwich online um, when I went and took him to get that beef eater. So, you know, again, I want you guys to. Just really, you know, really take a look at us. And, you know, I also have a nice little snippet there. Big time, John. He he challenged. <laughs> <laughs> he got down on it. So, you know, we getting in. Did they make dawn bread? Because this, this got to be fresh bread. Yeah, it's fresh bread, man. I don't see a description of it about the bread, but the bread is very fresh and soft. What you think, John? It's gone. <laughs> All right. So if it's gone, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, you know, again, yeah, shout buddy. out to him. <laughs> so this week, you know, we, 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 we're sipping on something different this time. John already got the party started just a little bit. You know what I mean? So <laughs> <laughs> we, we've got a new wine in. And again, shout out to Mahogany for this one. This is another Cooper's Hawk Nest exclusive. Drew, what, what is that we got there? It's a Moscato. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a white moscato, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a sweet white wine. But I never had this, so it should be good. Okay. It should be right up your alley because you like them a little sweeter, so. You know. Don't talk with your mouth full. Boy. Every time it's a sweet wine. Why you got to say that? Because it's true. Whatever. Those are the ones you had the most reaction to. Blood of Judah. That was a good wine. That was, that was good. a good wine. That was a good wine. That was a real good wine. 
And people have reached out about that a lot too. That blood of Judah. Mm-hmm. They ain't want that dry ass wine y'all was drinking. Hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Trying mm-hmm. to what, uh, what was that? The uh, cherry pie? Mm-hmm. That was fantastic too. You know, I didn't have any of that. You wouldn't like it. You don't think so? Okay. Oh, Lord. John, you drunk? Oh, you ain't poured John down, did you? That's a meal. That ain't a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Did you pour John some? Oh, ready for it? <laughs> he pushed the cup over there. You got a pallet upstairs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to need one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So. Sorry for the incessant chewing, but it's just that damn good. Yeah. This is a good sandwich. So. Mm. I don't like that one. And there's a sauce on here, too, but it's not. They haven't put too much of it. It's not overpowering. Mm-hmm. It's kind of bitter. I don't like this drink. Is it biscotto? Yeah, I don't like it. It's real bitter. It's sweet. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't know if it's the taste bouncing off of the sandwich I'm eating. But I didn't Perhaps. Care. Okay. It's not a normal combination of a, <laughs> yeah, a sandwich, you know. Yeah, I don't care for it. Mm-mm. So wait, before you, just wait till you're done with your sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got a long ways to go. Go ahead. <laughs> Good. It's not bad. Yeah, it's all right. It's a little sweeter than my my taste palette. What? Well, so the red one that we had. Which one? Episode five. Mm. That wasn't super sweet, but I enjoyed it. Okay. Maybe for me, I think what I'm finding out. You, you guys know I don't drink much. Um, the I, I enjoy the red sweeter wines than I do the white sweet wines. I don't know. That's, That's fair. Me. Yeah. So that may be for me. But just you know, jumping into it, y'all checked out that that mess that happened with um Cam Newton at that camp. A lot of things going on with that. <laughs> so Cam Newton is an NFL quarterback. He first started out with the Carolina Panthers, and he went immediately to when they traded him. It was to the Patriots, right? Mm-hmm. So he didn't go anywhere in between. One year, I think it was a one year deal. Okay, so. He was at a, a seven on seven camp, and according to him, it wasn't his seven on seven camp. No, he said it wasn't. In his it wasn't. Video, I thought he was sponsoring it. Well, he was, in his video, he said it wasn't his camp. Okay, well, he was at a seven on seven camp. Okay. And this kid who was there at the camp started accosting him, saying that what What did he say to him? Um, a free agent or something. You're a free agent. Mm-hmm. You're about to be broke. He said that multiple times. You're about to be broke. Uh, Cam's response was... Oh, shit. They got the chips on the sandwich, too. That's what they... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Cam's response, I think, was, I'm rich. And he said that multiple times. Then he asked him, where's daddy? Then he asked... After he said, I'm rich, mm-hmm. he caught himself. Mm-hmm. said, where's your daddy? I want to talk to your daddy. Mm-hmm. And the boy kept on coming back with the, the ignorant... Or you about to be traded, or you're about to go broke. Um, Pro. <laughs> and I think you think he was being egged on by his uh, his counterparts. Which was the kid or Cam? Kids. I'm talking about the kid. You think he was being egged on by his uh, counterparts on the football field? Um, you could be, but 
Okay. You're in the presence of an adult, a professional. MVP. MVP. He's won national championships on the junior college level, mm-hmm. Division One level. Mm-hmm. He went to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He was MVP that year. Mm-hmm. And regardless of how you feel or not, he really didn't have to be there Mm-mm. to instruct any seven-on-seven drills. Mm-mm. Or anything for that matter. He could have been on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. And then for you, in prep school, mm-hmm. now you might be big in your high school. You may have experienced or earned some accolades that was good. <laughs> in high school. Mm-hmm. But then to say some disparaging things about his future career. That you don't know? Yeah. As far as... You're nowhere near that point in your life as a kid. Don't even know if you want to get there. Is that an indictment on the parents? Or did he just get caught up in a moment? Um, Let me ask you. As a person that's been to a camp... An NFL player, I don't care how successful they are, comes to the camp. You're the elite if you're in the NFL, okay. in my opinion. Okay. You're the elite. Mm-hmm. In all the football. NFL player comes to your camp, comes to the camp that you're at, participating in. Is your first instincts to troll? Or are you going to listen to the advice that a person that has made it is giving out? I can only go by my personal experience, mm-hmm. how I was raised. I know uh, Mama Ruth mm-hmm. wouldn't put up with that. Mm-hmm. My father wouldn't put up with that. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I probably would have got super kicked in front of witnesses that day. Mm-hmm. The Shawn Michaels super kick. Shawn Michaels super wow. kick. Mm-hmm. Perfectly placed every time. Perfectly placed. It would have been a shoot. <laughs> it would have been an absolute shoot. Mm-hmm. No. Right on the chin. Just Flush. absolute shoot. Between the chin and Adam's apple. Mm-hmm. No receipts needed. Mm-hmm. Don't need to put it on layaway. I got it raw and unfiltered in front of witnesses. Mm-hmm. And I would have been made an example of that particular day. Because regardless of what I felt, regardless of where his career is right now, he is to be respected. Mm-hmm. Because of his experience, because of the amount of work he put in to become an MVP level quarterback mm-hmm. in the National Football League. And he's an adult. And he's a grown man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, it's different nowadays. Mm-hmm. I don't know if kids are more apt to try to go viral, mm-hmm. to gain some sort of notoriety. notoriety excuse me. Mm-hmm. But um, his, you know, 
And remember, Cam's a human. So I can see him saying, yeah, I'm rich. Mm-hmm. Check my resume. He didn't say that, but that's essentially how I took it. Mm-hmm. I'm rich. Yeah. And I wasn't, I'm not rich because I've been riding the bench right. for 10 years. That's right. Perform at an elite level. One elite level. He won national. Most valuable player. <laughs> His collegiate career started in Florida. He was behind Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. He got into some mess regardless of whatever happened. Mm-hmm. He overcame that. Mm-hmm. He won a national championship at the junior college level. Was highly touted and highly recruited out of the junior college level. Mm-hmm. Got a full ride to Auburn University. And won a national championship. One year, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With Auburn. What? One year. And not even in the league, what, five years? Oh. Makes it to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Same year, MVP. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if this kid didn't know his resume. I don't even think it really matters. Mm-mm. He's an NFL player. Mm-hmm. You're there trying to get to where he is. You're trying to get better. Mm-hmm. I would be a sponge at that particular point. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say anything disparaging uh, to his current circumstances. I would be, yes, sir. No, sir. What can I do to get better? Did you watch my seven on seven? Did you watch the tape? Did you actually watch any of the, uh, the live um, action from our seven on seven play? What can I do to get better? Because I am trying to ascend to where you are, if not more. What can I do? Well, I think you just touched on something that is lost in the generation after us, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Two things that I I saw with that whole deal. Um, One, I want to say Cam caught himself before he went off. Mm -hmm. Um, And you saw that when he started asking for his father. You don't have a conversation. As a grown man, you don't have those type of conversations with a kid. You're not going to prove anything. You're not going to win anything. Especially a petulant little kid like that. That's right. Secondly, there's no respect from the kid to the adult. And you can see that evident, not just in this situation, but you can apply that to the broad spectrum of things. Mm -hmm. Right? When you're in a position, when you're trying to get to a position where somebody else is, you ask nothing but questions. Mm. You yes. soak in those information, yes. the information that they give to you. That's right. All you do is soak in, right? You are trying to get to that plateau that that person has gained or gotten to. That's right. Could you imagine that interaction with a Warren Buffett or a Elon Musk? Or- Does the kid do the kids know who that is? So, well, that, that's, <laughs> probably that's, not. That's a whole other conversation. A- but. No, me personally, I know who Warren Buffett is. Me personally, if I had a sit down conversation with Warren Buffett, mm-hmm. I would I, it would be nothing but questions. How did you? How did this? How did this? How right. did you respond to this? Right. right. And you you write notes. Right. You come out of there with a shit ton of notes. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they're they are at a position that you're trying to get to. That's right. Once you get to that position and you surpass them, you still don't question that. You you know you show respect because they brought you to that promised land. Mm-hmm. This this individual, I don't know, you know, I don't know this kid, so I'm not going to talk negative about the kid, but mm-hmm. it just kind of reminded me of the broader spectrum where, um, one, there's no, there's no respect for the elders anymore, the OGs or whatever you want to call them, right, right. right. Um, 
Secondly, there's no desire to learn from the the generation that has gone through it. Mm-hmm. They they everybody's an expert, mm-hmm. but they don't know shit. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense? Yeah, you know. So it just just a lot of things going on. I, I got to tip my hat to to Cam for catching himself and kind of you know trying to bring it to an adult adult conversation and then going on and you know um, further explaining his 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 stance on it in a in a eloquent manner mm-hmm. and not succumbing or doing you know falling for the trap that that was set forth in front of him because that could have been it could have ended it, ugly it, it could have ended really ugly yeah. and it would have been warranted too yeah, yeah that but kid was very kid, man, you can't it's a lose-lose situation for him yeah yeah if he had responded in a different manner i mean even with him saying uh where's your where's your where's your dad people were still trying to kind of harp on him saying you know what were you doing? You know, what, what, what are you saying to a kid or, you know, and, and, and he had to come out and clarify it actually. Well, it's shameful that he had to come out and clarify. That's it, a but. tone deaf response to that though. I'm sorry, Drew. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, no. That's a real tone deaf response to that. Cause he wasn't saying it to say, I, he was saying it for a reason. I, I'm not going to be able to reason with a child. I need to speak to an adult. An adult. That's, that's right. right. That's it right. kind of reminded me of that whole Marshawn Lynch thing with the, the kid. Uh, yeah. With the mom. Yeah. yeah. With the mom. And you know what? At the end of the day, where's the, the dad? Huh? He said, "Where's the dad?" or something, right? Like that. And you know what? She had a, you know, she had to pucker up and and mm-hmm. realize that he's talking real. Yeah, you know, he, he, this is a man to man conversation. That's right. Now. Not disparaging you in any sense of the, the form. I need to talk to the man, you know, because he's going to understand. And that's I, right. And he might translate it to a uh, in a way that you couldn't, you'll you'll be able to understand. That's right. That's you right. know, I'm not going to coddle your son. That's right. Yeah. So well, the kid did come out and apologize um, immediately after, and then so Cam posted a video on his on his Facebook page, and just kind of you know one of the um, some of the excerpts that he said about um, the video about what happened is he said, you know, um, what you didn't see. Um, I see there are a lot of things festering out there that I see took place over the weekend. Uh, to the natural eye, you see me asking the young man, where where is your dad at? But to me, talking to a child with everyone looking does me no good. Correct. So instead of speaking or going back and forth with a child, I wanted to have a man-to-man conversation with his father. Newton added that often fans forget that athletes are real dads, real friends, real brothers, real sons. With that being said, when I attend tournaments all across the country, with my all-star team, I have given my time, my energy, and my expertise to these kids coming into our program for over 11 years, and that is not what people want to hear or even want to see. People want to see me arguing with another young man uh, and to see me get in my feelings. But the truth is this. I impact kids' lives in a positive way. Make no mistake about it. I allow kids to realize there is an out by using their football talents to get them to the next level, and in most cases, out of the hood. So props to him for, you know, coming out and really explaining when he didn't have to. Um, I, it, it's really, a, a it's a difficult conversation because things have changed um, in the last, I would say the last 15 years, 20 years with kids, they don't really fear anything. Um, and so that's why decisions like that video we saw was made because they have no fear. 
we had fear, which in turn turned into respect, you know, because we knew there was a if 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 we wasn't afraid of that person, we were afraid of the consequence of what we would do when we got home yeah. from what we did. Yeah. These kids don't fear that now. Right. And that's that well, it's all about upbringing, you know. And so there is an indictment on the parent. I would say so. Yeah. I would say so. I, if you if your kid is bold enough to talk to another, let's throw away Cam being an NFL MVP. If your kid is bold enough to talk to a grown person like that, mm-hmm. with 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 no wasn't was not in, in, um, entertained, wasn't provoked in any manner. You just go ahead and and just say that sideways to a grown person. What else would they do? What else? What else are they not afraid to do? So I think that is a at home conversation. You know, it, it starts at home. I'm sorry. Everything starts at home. When you send your kids out to school, to the store, to to whatever it is, it's at home. We used to tell Isaac all the time when we'll go to a restaurant, waiter come by. And he was a little kid. He, he would mumble or he would look away. You look that person in their eyes. You look a man in their eyes when you talk to him. My dad always taught me that. You look a man in the eyes when you talking to him. And you speak with a clear voice so they can understand what you're saying and know that there's respect there. And I don't think that I don't know what the circumstances are now. Um, but I and, and we can't go to that. We can't use that excuse where, oh, the, 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 the mothers are younger. No, they're not. I mean, you know, we got I've heard of stories of, of, of people way back in the early 20s and 30s being 15, 16 years old having kids. So there's no excuse. So what are you doing? Are you allowing social media to raise your kid? Are you allowing, you know, this is a slippery slope. <laughs> I'm asking a question. What, who, who, who's who's raising a kid? Because if you were raised correctly. That should transfer down to your child. But if it isn't transferred down, where's the disconnect from where you were raised to how your child is raised? Because something like this should not happen. We need another bottle for this. <laughs> no, this I mean, seriously. No, well, something uh, like this should not happen. Me, me personally. And, I, and I'm going to say this. I don't, I don't mean to cut into you. Mm-hmm. Here you are. You're, you'll be 38 in another month. Well, this month. And you have said several times. I'm sorry for cussing, Mama. I know you listening to my mom. Mm-hmm. You 38 years old, right? And you have that mindset of, even though it ain't in front of her face, I know she listens. Mm-hmm. So I still got that level of respect for her. Yeah. So when I say something that I'm not used to saying in front of her, that it would be deemed as disrespectful to mm-hmm. her and her standing and what I see her as, mm-hmm. as a grown man, I still have that respect for my elder, right? So. Where's the disconnect? So, me personally, I remember growing up, right? Um, I, I was I was raised by um, a, a single mother, mm-hmm. myself and my sister. Mm-hmm. Always had, you know, strong uncles around, so I was fortunate for that. But mm-hmm. that father figure in the house was not there, right? Yeah, right. My sister taught me how to drive. My sister taught me how to throw a football. My sister taught me a lot of those things. Props. So, I was, I was surrounded by strong women around my, yes. you know, around. I remember... Knowing the fact, you know, my mother sent us to school or this is that, you mm-hmm. know, and would say, you know, don't disrespect this is that, right? Mm-hmm. I just remember having 
people around that had free reign. If they caught you slipping, they could correct you right then and there. Yes. And that was bad. But then if you got home and they found out about, <laughs> hey, so-and-so around the block, you know, mm-hmm. corrected you. Mm-hmm. You disrespected my name. Mm-hmm. You, you acted a fool out there. It was worse when you got home, right? Mm-hmm. So I think part of the disconnect is the fact that um, you're right. There is no fear. There's no fear of, of behavior that goes on. There's no fear of, oh, Mrs. Johnson around the corner, you know, 60-something-year-old Mrs. Johnson around the corner caught me slipping. Mm-hmm. He's going to call back to my you know, my mother and tell me, tell my mother that, you know, hey, yeah. I caught your son doing this or your your daughter doing this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to straighten them out. Right. Because right. right now, if that happens, if, you know, the, the neighbor down the street says, hey, I had to correct you, they're going to come after the neighbor. Yeah. Who you want talking to my child? Don't right. talk to my child like that. Instead of, you know, um, you know, acknowledging the behavior and mm-hmm. correcting the child for the behavior. Mm-hmm. But that, that community camaraderie is not there. That's mm-hmm. part of it. Secondly, you're right. There's kids don't fear anything because parents, you know, want to be their kid's friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have two boys and I tell them all the time, I'm not your friend. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not here to entertain you. Mm-mm. I'm not here to be your friend. Um, my job is to teach you and guide you mm-hmm. in a direction. And when you become a man, then... Possibly we could be, become friends at that point. Mm-hmm. But right now, my job is not to be your friend. I'd be a dis, I'd, it'd be a disservice to you if I try to be your friend. That's right. You know? Um, Pops is one of my best friends. But guess what? That respect is still there. I, man, I, I don't even think I cussed in front of your father until, uh, and I've known him for a, a while, mm-hmm. majority of my life too. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I ever cussed in front of him until I was almost 30. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, your mother. I, I still apologize every time. Because I can. But the, but 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 look at how we address everyone, right? Your mom is Mrs. Whitaker. My mom is Johnson. Your mom is Ms. Allen. Mm-hmm. Just talked to your mom the other day. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's not there anymore. Um, not like that. So again, an unfortunate situation. I hope it was a learning moment for the kids at that camp and then also for the parents of that kid and the other kids at the camp to take a step back and say, okay, there's something we can kind of do to kind of course correct here and, and, and kind of get these kids back on, on, on on the right course and right path when it comes to respecting. Um, It's not like you're bow, you're not bowing down. You're not allowing yourself to be disrespected by anyone. But you got to have that respect for not only just your elders, but also for other people as well. So yeah. crazy situation. Um, but hopefully they get past that. Now, um, there was some crazy happenings. You know, we kind of getting caught up here. Uh, Tiger Woods had a car crash uh, early in the morning in California. Quick thoughts on that. I mean, Quite unfortunate. I know he had some type of emergency surgery. He's got pins and everything in his foot and his legs. Um, very bad crash where, you know. I saw pictures of it. Yeah, it was like Jaws of Life had to get him out. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, I think he was on his way to 
from my understanding, he was on his way to give a lesson to another celebrity or something. It was and, uh, the quarterback for the Rams. Um, no, Drew Brees. No. It was Drew Brees. I think it was Drew Brees, and I think it was another quarterback. Excuse me, San Diego. Okay. Um, I forgot his I forgot his Rivers? Name. No, Not Rivers. No, Rivers has been out of San Diego. He, he just retired. Where is he at? Justin Herbert. Herbert. Oh, okay. okay. Justin Herbert. Okay. He was supposed to um, have a round with those guys. Mm. And he was running late. Uh, I forgot what what the issue was. Mm-hmm. Something at the hotel um, issue. I guess loading his car, but whatever reason he was, this caused him to be late. Yeah, and so um, he got into his. Uh, well, it was an issue. It was a Mercedes or Infinity issue car from I think the Infinity Open or something like that. SUV. SUV. Mm-hmm. And he went down this stretch of road, which is notorious for a lot of crashes, especially if you um, travel at a specific speed or really a fast speed. And he was in a rush. Mm-hmm. And so uh looks like he overcorrected himself and mm. had that one car crash Jesus. Um, over that guardrail. Mm-hmm. And um, did he run into a tree or something like that? Or? I don't know if he ran into a tree. All I know is it. It, it it was on his side. It looked like he flipped. Maybe he hit a ditch. I'm, I'm not 100% certain on the specifics of how he crashed. I don't know if that's been released, if he crashed into a tree, if what. But it was horrific. And they even showed where there was like blood there. So I was, you know. Shades of uh Kobe Bryant to a certain degree when yeah. I first heard the news. Yes, 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 yes. Listen, to I was regard- going to say Paul Walker, but Paul Walker. Yeah. Oh the, yeah. The, the accident, car accident. Mine went to Kobe too. I, I did. I will say it went to Kobe because we didn't know if he was. You know, there was no. It, it, all they said was he's headed to he, he, Jaws of Life. Was like, oh, okay, damn. Is he gonna make it? You know, that, that's where I went. He's one of my favorite athletes. So yeah, one of my favorite athletes. Although it's golf. Yeah. Really didn't watch golf. Only reason I watched golf outside of my uncle's mm-hmm. was Tiger Woods. Yeah. Okay. Sundays, especially um, during the majors, mm-hmm. I watched bell to bell. Whenever he was on, mm-hmm. I'm watching golf. Mm-hmm. I bought the video games, uh, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3. Um, up until the uh, 2012 or 2013 version of the Masters came out mm-hmm. uh, game. That would be the only reason. If Tiger wasn't Tiger, wouldn't I wouldn't have been, been exposed to golf. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife would have never bought me any clubs yeah. um, based on that fact of how often I played those games. I was just getting into golf, too. I got yeah. I can buy them things golf yeah. clubs. That's the one of my favorite athletes, just based off of representation alone yeah. in that particular sport. Mm-hmm. Just growing up, just seeing a bunch of white yeah. faces the entire time. Right, right, right. And then seeing someone who looked like you mm-hmm. perform at a high level yeah. and actually was dominant during that 10-year stretch, yes. the most dominant 10-year stretch I've ever seen. And looked different from other the golfers because all the other golfers we saw had pot bellies. Fat, and- out of shape. <laughs> this guy came in fit. Yeah. You know, at one point he was real. I'm not going to say he was top heavy. He was just really. You thought he was juicing. He probably was. <laughs> Didn't he have like back issues after a while? And then he started kind of slendering down. He did. And then remember he won his, before he won this last Masters, mm-hmm. 
He won the uh, U.S. Open with a what was it a torn ACL and a broken leg yeah, or something like that. I think it was torn ACL. And he had to walk. Yeah. Eighteen holes in actually a playoff hole. Bro, you better send a golf court for me at that time. Where the golf cart at? <laughs> but he weathered through all of that. Yeah. To win his fourteenth major. Yeah. At that particular time, then overnight. He falls off a cliff, and I'm not going to get into the yeah, minutia that yeah. you know that was. But I was, um, I was pretty shook when I received that news that all I saw was Tiger Woods emergency mm. room mm. or ICU yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But well, well, prayers to him and his family. Um, you know, he's got a family, kids, things like that. He's apparently doing well, not paralyzed. You know, just had some surgeries done. Hopefully he's able to make a speedy recovery. And you think we able to play competitively again? I don't know. Because he mean, had a multiple compound fractures, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He he well, may. I'm just glad that they're not trying to pin that on like substance abuse or something like that. Oh well, you know, well it was out there yeah. in social media. They, oh yeah, yeah. That so, wasn't. Yeah, uh, that's a, that's their go to when they, when anytime anytime. That buckshot the. Uh, Worst driver they had. I saw a meme where it was uh, a bunch of drivers as far as good drivers, and then the worst driver was Tiger Woods in a uh, oh, convertible two seater. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, uh, again, you have to be careful with what you're doing, and it it does um, it does take you away from. It really gives you perspective, shall I say, of life and how precious it is. And any little thing you do can have an effect. Um, Sorry to get off. Did you see um, the last tournament? I think this is when he was in the tournament. I think it was a pro-am with his son, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best Tiger I've seen. Wasn't that? Didn't that just Absolute. happen right before yeah, all this? It was, a, it was, was December. Yeah, his son was playing. Okay. That was the best Tiger I've seen. Okay. Best Tiger. Wow. Well, again, greedy recovery, prayers to him and his family and Hopefully they, they, you know, he's able to recover at 100% and get out there and do what he's been able to do is cap- captivate an audience. And uh, I want to see him play again. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see him win again, too. Me too. Know? So. um, So, yeah. Getting off of the little sad story. I know we <laughs> brought it down, but uh, there's been a lot of things that's been going on in the streaming world. Um, Disney Plus, they just dropped the premiere dates for some of their series. I know we had talked a couple of weeks back about these series that would be premiering on Disney Plus. There wasn't really any official dates, but they did come out the other day with some official dates about three days ago. So the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series, uh, that is going to be released on March 19th. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, they are doing a reboot. Well, I won't say it's a reboot. You know, everybody says a reboot, and I don't know if they understand that term means. That means redoing things. That's, it's not a sequel. This is a sequel. They're doing a sequel to the Mighty Ducks. It's going to be a TV show. It's called Mighty Ducks Game Changers. What? Yeah, it's a sequel to this, the 1990s hockey series. That's going to be out March uh, 26. Who are they gonna play? They've already beaten the Canadians. Well, remember these are these are. Did they have a? Um, didn't they face the Iceland? <laughs> the Iceland team was it or Iceland or I Canadians? Think it was, well, Canadians are a strong team. Well, you yeah. know, they ain't got. I thought it was team. Iceland and what had it been Iceland or Russia? And the Mighty Ducks, Iceland, right? The second one. The second one. Iceland. Yeah, it was the second one. Iceland. Yeah, second one. Second one. Well, 
uh, Emilio Estevez is in this one. Um, they got a new band of kids, so that'll be coming out March twenty sixth. When's the last time we saw Emilio Estevez in a movie? Mighty Ducks. No, no, no. I take it back. He was in some movie about Robert F. Kennedy that I saw. I think he directed it, and then he also had like a little small part in it. Why is his last name Estevez and not Sheen? That's their real name, Estevez. Estevez. Yeah, this they Martin and Charlie took on that name because it was more appealing to Hollywood in their mind. And he stayed with the Estevez name, but their real name is Charlie Estevez and, and, uh, Martin Martin Estevez. Yeah. Yeah. Learn something new. Little unknown fact there. Um, the more, you know, yeah. Uh, April 16th, there's going to be a show called big shot with John Stamos about an ousted NCAA coach heading up a team's basketball team, girls basketball team. Um, Loki, the one that I'm really looking forward yeah. to, that starts streaming June 11th. Um, and yeah, I don't want no more of that. Y'all can have that. Uh, and then there's going to be a Star Wars movie. I'm sorry, a new series. It's called The Bad Batch. I don't know what it's about. They haven't really said anything about it, but they did say that the first episode will be May 4th. So, um, the bad, bad batch. batch. I think it is going to be animated, though. I don't think it's going to be. I thought they told all the stories. The Man, it's about a million stories they're going to get into. Um, they they're going to milk that, especially when they built that park in at Hollywood Studios. So they're going to milk it for what it's worth. Then they have a hotel too. It's coming. It's, oh, coming. it's coming. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys watched Monsters Inc. That cartoon. Yeah, I had the pleasure of watching that. Um, they're going to come out with a series. It's called Monsters at Work. That premieres july 2nd um and the original scully and um i can't remember the other one name but they're both back with john, uh john wazowski or something like that. yeah with yeah. billy crystal and john gutman doing the voices uh there's also gonna be a chip and dale show called oh, park man. life i gotta watch that yeah uh july 23rd rescue rangers so disney you know they they came out with those and then Right after that, um, CBS All Access, they're, they announced that they're becoming Paramount Plus. And so they're going to be having, a sh- they're going to have, they're going to be having, listen to me, they're going to have a streaming service, which is already going on with CBS All Access, but it's going to be called Paramount Plus. They're going to have a lot of original scripted shows on there. Um, Criminal Minds, Halo, Landmine, um, a lot of other things. So a couple of Star Trek movies. But they're also going to have some, you know, shows. I'm sorry, some movies on there as well. Um, They're going to be producing some reality shows. I just saw like a commercial about the real world homecoming New York. So the very first season of the real world, they're going to get them back into their original apartment that they were in to do a little series. Yikes. Yeah, man. So the only one I don't see that's coming back is uh, Tammy. She was on the first one, but she's become... More of a bigger name, Tammy um, Roman or something like that. She's on the Basketball Wives. Uh, but they're coming out with that. Um, it's going to be $4.99. It'll be uh, launching pretty soon. Again, they're going to have a ton of shows. And they're also going to do some movies that will be coming out on the movie theaters, but also streaming simultaneously on Paramount Plus. So kind of what I know they're going to have like the Mission Impossible movies come out there. 
Um, they also are bringing back Rugrats. I used to love that show. But uh, same they voices. It though. It's like a three D. It's kind of three D ish, but same voices that that did the voices in the original show. They're 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 going to be on that. When is even Ren- a black chick off of a uh, Cree Summers? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. 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 When is Ren and Stimpy coming back? Oh God, that's not, that back. wasn't even a Nick tune. I don't even know what that was after that I was watched. Nickelodeon. Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, but it. It's not a typical chill. That that was not a children's show. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It was kind of in the same vein as Beavis and Butthead, yeah. right? Yeah. So those are those are the things that are coming with streaming. So just more ways to stick it to the cable services and get more of our money. <laughs> you know, it's, well, it's it's like adding another one to it, right? Well, I've said, you know, the cable is going to be obsolete. Um, in the next five to ten years, anyway, because everything is going to be a subscription service. Yeah, yeah, I believe so too. Um, the Top Gun sequel is going to be on that. Um, they're going to have a SpongeBob movie on there. They're going to have a Quiet Place, which was a great movie. A Quiet Place Two will be on there. Sonic the Hedgehog Two. They're going to release on Paramount Plus. That's coming out next year. I saw the first one; it was very good. Uh, Jackass Four. Um, Mission Impossible 7 is going to be released on that same simultaneously as being in the uh, movie theater. Just a lot of things that will be coming out um, that, you know, just keep a lookout. So, you know, very, very interesting thing. So that was Paramount, right? Paramount, Paramount Plus. And you also mentioned Disney. Disney Plus. Strong by alert on Disney, by the way. Oh, man. <laughs> they, they just had to toss that in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Strong by alert on Disney, by the way. All right. Right. So, um, so those things are coming out now, you know, we get together all the time when we talk and, you know, one of the best things that we have is that we've had all these years of friendship experience and things that we've done. We've, we, we, we came up and grew up together through, for me and Drew through middle school, through high school, me and John through high school into adulthood. Hell, we even had experience of working together as adults, you know, on the same job. But, you know, it's always some funny things. And John had reminded me, well, tried to remind me of a story and I didn't remember the full details, but this was like a, a, a high school story that we had. And, um, what, what was it, John? Tell, tell, remind me for people out there what happened. Like, what? what, what? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, before we get into the story, Keith will be laughing for a good 15, 20 minutes. I'm going to try not to. This is true. Okay. This was after a another colonial loss. Uh, our football team. It was a home game. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the team. It really doesn't matter. Uh, so we were getting ready. We, we we left the locker room. We're sweaty. We just we normally went to like Denny's afterwards. But mm-hmm. this particular day, it's like we just wanted to get home. I don't even think we changed that of our gear. No, we didn't. Did we? Yeah. We didn't. I think I still had on my sweaty uh, half T-shirt, um, some extra short colonial uh, gym shorts. Yeah, yeah. You going to use the real names, though? <laughs> hey, they already know. So you couldn't make up a name. Like Beverly Hills High. Should I say grenade, Grenadier or Grenadiers? Grenadiers. <laughs> Grenadiers. <laughs> No one could seem to get our name right, our mascot name right, but it's right. okay. Right. So <laughs> we we are 
walking to the car and we finally get to uh, the car that uh, I had at the time was a uh, little Chrysler, a blue faded out Chrysler. Um, the, what, what year would you say it was? Because this was like year 2000, I think. So 2001. So what's your, no, it was no, the year 2000. 2000. No, well, what year was the car? The year of the car had to been late 1980s model. Okay. Chrysler. Don't ask me what the actual model was. It was just a freaking Chrysler. It's a small box Chrysler car. And keep in mind, John and I at this time are, you know, about a 300, 300 pounders. Easy. 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 Playing football. So we were, we're as wide as the car. And yeah. So. Yeah. The only thing that was updated on the car was a CD system. That was about it. Yeah. Um, the shocks were suspect at best. And, um, so we, at at our high school in the back of the property, they had these huge speed bumps. Yes. Overly huge speed bumps. So if you wanted to speed back there, it was a 50, 50 proposition. Either you were going to comply and slow down, or if you barreled into it, your suspension would be wrecked. <laughs> or die. Or yeah. die. Yes. So we hop in the car, and then one of our uh, female friends. Mm-hmm. No, no names. Please. I don't know. I don't remember her name, to be honest with you. Good. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. You can insert any name in there. But um, yeah. she asked us. She was with, uh, I guess, a, I don't know if it was her sister or one of her friends. And she mm-hmm. said, hey, could you give us a ride home? It was two of them in the beginning. Two of them. Mm-hmm. And me and um, Keith were out of it. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. No problem. Mm-hmm. Now, to give context to that, the sister was a little bit on the heftier, heftier side. So when we said, okay, I looked at John and I said, well, you know, we got to get over those humps. Whenever we rode in his car, it would scrape the bottom of the car going over the humps because of the capacity that we held. <laughs> So, but we didn't know that the sister was, well, we knew that the sister was heavier. We didn't know. But the friend. The friend. There was a third part. We didn't know. Yes. So she said, hey, can you, can you wait a moment? I'm going to, um, our friend wants to catch a ride with us. And this is why we're in the car. We had already pulled down. (laughs) Key ignition has been started. And I'm driving. He's driving. (laughs) Once again, we're dejected because we just lost the football game. We just got asked um, to uh, take a couple of our, we'll take a friend of ours uh, back to their house, and we're like, we're fine, but we are completely we're spent. Yeah. We're dejected. We want to go eat. We're out of it. We want to get to Denny's and go eat. So then, y'all still smile like ass, right? Yes, 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 yes. Fresh ass, fresh ass, fresh ass. But we're still going to because we didn't give a damn. Yeah. Um, so then the friend comes into our purview from a distance. I believe we're parked um, in front of uh, the ag building. Mm-hmm. And the friend's coming from the right from where the locker rooms are and where the band um, mm-hmm. um, facilities are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with that dramatic pause, man? <laughs> <laughs> Took a deep breath. What's up with that? <laughs> so th- she's coming from a distance, right? 
He's still alive, ladies and gentlemen. So this young lady, she's coming from a distance. And it starts off small. <laughs> and then as it gets closer, it widens out a bit. The silhouette gets bigger. Oh my god, I'm sorry. And bigger and bigger. And so finally the young lady is probably about 40 feet away from the car. I look to the right. Keith looks to the right. And then we immediately look forward. (laughs) (laughs) And so, John, no, don't say you look forward. This fool looks forward, then he looks at me. (laughs) And so, tears are coming down my face. (laughs) Because now, I'm thinking, okay, God, you got to get us over these humps. Because... The car is now lowered to a low ride. Well, well, hold on for a second. You got to explain how low that car got when she finally entered the car. So the car, I would say at that point with John and I and the two in the back, the car was probably about a good, what, uh, would you say 10 inches off the ground at that point? That's a fair assessment. Okay. So when she got in that car. The car dropped another six inches. And we felt it. Okay. It dropped. Okay. Nobody had any hydraulic system. Again, keep in mind, you got about 600 and something pounds in the front. (laughs) And so, oh my God. I thought that was going to be the day that a speed hump was going to come through the car (laughs) and just take our asses out. Finish it. Finish it. Bruh, we went over that first speed hump. So I don't know if you remember, like there was some speed humps that you could kind of avoid, but they you know go around. There's one of them. I drove a metro. Yes. Okay. So it was lower than the metro. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I'd still be driving that metro right now. It was still around. So listen. We avoid all the speed humps that we're able to avoid. Mind you, after I grilled Keith to get some type of response to what our eyes had just seen. Listen, she's about five foot four. He wanted to lock eyes. She was probably taller on her side. That's how wide she was. Anticipate her coming in that car. It was, it was just. <laughs> I want to formally apologize for the level of ignorance that is coming about right now. I'm sorry, but it was that vivid, and it's still vivid to this day. So I, I'm not subscribing to this story. I was not part of this story. John grills me almost the whole ride, taking them home. And I'm not saying a word. Tears are coming down my face. You did a fantastic job, by the way. I wanted to scream. I wanted to jump out the car. What was the angle of a bullet? Listen, (laughs) we avoided all the speed humps we could. Yes. There's this one particular speed bump. 
Oh, man. Is that the one that was followed by a pothole that was the size of the speed hump? I think so. Yes. Yes. I thought that was the end of the car. We So, Keith takes this almost... What kind of angle was that? It was almost parallel to... One degree. <laughs> yeah, one degree. You thought you may have thought I was parallel parking the way I took that. Yeah. That, that that's that the only way we could take it. <laughs> one wheel at a time. Did you stop in the, in the middle of the hump and then back up and try to rear? No, no, because by the time you hit if that, if you hump, backed up, you ain't getting. You're not going nowhere. The hump had already busted. I don't even know if it busted. It- <laughs> All I heard was this, 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 and I got my coach hold hands. <laughs> My fault. I'm steps. So we're on the shade. <laughs> so we hit this one degree turn into this damn speed bump, well, I and I out. kid you not, we probably if you were outside of the car, you would have seen. Um, Stop moving the hand. Um, <laughs> what do you call those things? Sparks oh, coming man. from underneath that car. I'm sure there were sparks. I'm sure because all you heard was. The speed bump on the bottom of that car. We rode that speed bump. That seemed like the longest 10 or 15 seconds of my life. Because <laughs> we didn't know if the car was going to survive. And I'm sorry to make this story long, but that's how long those 15 to 20 seconds were for us. And how was you looking at me the whole time as I'm driving? I'm thinking logistically, <laughs> this is a nightmare. This is an absolute nightmare. Oh, my head hurt. Oh, my head is hurting. Listen, to this day, to this day, I don't know how that car continued to survive it. And it survived after that. Because the way it hit that hump... I literally thought we were going to bust wide open and either catch on fire or it was going to just bust in half. I thought the axle, I thought the axle. Yeah, 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 that's what I thought too. The, I thought so that. I drove very carefully because I thought the axle would come off. It's going to say, fuck this. I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can't deal no more. I'm done. My head is hurt. I'm not going to deal anymore with you two. Listen. Before we get out of here real quick, I know we, we had talked about, you know, about the the stocks and financial tips and everything. Jim Cramer, he came out with a wild idea about GameStop. Did y'all see it? You know what he was trying to to to, to uh, communicate? What did you think about what he was saying about, you know, buying? Basically, he was saying like the bitcoins would become part of the storefront. What was he saying? Like it was something weird and wild. Like, I, I don't know if he was he trying to reopen the stores using Bitcoin to get people to come in. And like, what what is he trying to do with the store? The store is never closed. No, they, they've closed up a lot of them. So from the I skimmed through the article and basically what what I gather from it is he was trying to justify GameStop having the valuation with Bitcoin as the backup, as a means of exchange for games, whatever. Mm. 
Is that um, when it was spiking back to 150 again? Or it, it's spiking up again. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why it's well, spiking up. I haven't really looked. So at when it. you say that, what do you mean? Like he he, because it says become a gaming place where you can win Bitcoin. That's what he said. Yeah. So, um, exchange for the goods or or prize money would be paid in Bitcoin. Wow. Which is not far fetched because you do have an NFL player that negotiated to be paid in Bitcoin. Um, really? Who? Not too long. Oh man, I'll, I'll pull it up here. Okay. So is that a wild idea, what he was saying? Is that too, like, you look at it and you go, what the hell is he talking about? But is that really a wild idea? No, it's highly plausible. I think so. Why not? I mean, it's, if they don't want to fall um, to the wayside like Blockbuster did, Mm -hmm. or you got to learn and adapt. Mm -hmm. Carolina Panthers offensive tackle, Russell Okung. Okung, okay. Yeah, Okung. So he's getting paid in Bitcoin. He negotiated um, half of his salary, half of thirteen million in Bitcoin. Wow! Which you know, yeah. He, he it might be another issue of him, you know, betting on himself, which I can't, I can't fault. Yeah. Um, well, you did say, you know, that that may be the way of the future. You did say that in, in an episode. That, yeah. That, that. You know, as as I read more about it, again, I'm no expert on Bitcoin. I'm just reading on it and trying to. Um, open my my viewpoint on it. You know, um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if everything is transitioning to to the internet, um, online. Why wouldn't the way that we pay for things, yeah, do the same thing? You're right, and it's not like the dollar is actually backed up by anything. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. They're probably better off. You know. Well, I, I, hey, I tell you what. It's not a wild idea. If you 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 want me to learn how to play some video games, and you're gonna the, the the earnings is a bitcoin that's worth five million. One coin is worth five million. I got to enter the tournament. Listen, bro, uh, I'm gonna take a two week vacation to learn how to play this game and try to win this bitcoin. So. Go F- F- FMLA. Yes, sir. Something. Sorry. You know what I mean. My thumb joints are. Hey, hey, I'm telling you. A legal one, but seriously, because it get hurt. But it's not such a wild concept. I mean, it it seems like twenty twenty one is really the year. Well, I'm not going. I don't know. I guess for me, because I'm not so big in it, but it just seems like twenty twenty one seems to be the year of investment. Am I am I looking at that wrong from a wrong angle? Um, for people that haven't been on top of it, like myself, what what would you do? Would you say that that's a, a fair assessment? Well, I would. There, there's, um, there's just multiple ways to invest. So, mm-hmm. what you got to be more specific. Invest in stocks and in the trade market and things of that nature. If, if that's what you're into, then yeah. But mm-hmm. if you're not into that type of stuff, there's other avenues that you can invest in, right? Like Walmart is one store that you can shop. Mm-hmm. There's Target. There's Publix. There's yeah. numerous places where you can shop for groceries. Okay. The 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 stock market is one of many ways that you can invest money going forward. Okay. I, I, I can I can respect that. And that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, all spread right. your risk now. Yeah. I would say that. Spread your risk. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. No. I, know that's, I know that's cliche. But if you do get into the stock market, make sure that you're highly diversified. Not in one particular sector. But multiple sectors, mm-hmm. but make certain it's something that you are familiar with. Wow. Okay. 
That's sound cool. advice, man. Sound advice. Um, so before we get out of here, just a couple of things. I do have a recommendation for you guys again. I, I know. It. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a movie. So I know in episode five, you guys kind of came voices. back with. <sighs> I heard voices. I, I'm listen. I'm not even about to get into that because you don't make my head hurt talking about that thing that happened uh, about 21 years ago. But <laughs> so there's a show <laughs> on Netflix. I know we all have Netflix. That was a good eight minutes uh, of solid laughter. Yes, it was more than eight minutes. I think. So there's a show on Netflix. <laughs> I'm not big on watching shows where the dialogue is not in English. I know you watch, you know, a lot of uh, anime, so it's it's easy Japanese. for you. Yeah, so I don't really, because it's like, damn, I'm trying to follow what they're saying, and the mouth's not going with the with the with what's coming. The, the words that are being put on the subtitles are not coming out with what's being said out of the lips. So I get distracted. But there's a show that had been trending for a while, and I said I'm gonna wait to watch it. And my wife and I sat down one night, and I'll say in two nights we watched it. It's called Lupin. I started watching that and the uh, first episode, me and the wife. Okay. Could not get into it. So because it had the English um voiceover on it. That that's and where it I was. Drove me absolutely insane. So here's my suggestion. Switch to French. Switch to watch French. The, and just read the subtitles. Correct. Okay. That's what we did. The story is awesome. It's a it's a limited time series. I think it's like maybe four or five, about five episodes. About an hour episode or something like that? Yeah. Okay. Each episode, five episodes. And there's going to be a part two. It's like a part one series. Man, the way that they did the storytelling and what this guy did, he's a, a black French guy and his father was framed uh, for a crime that apparently the father didn't commit or he's trying to, he's trying to prove that the father didn't commit. And he became an orphan and now he's looking for retribution, but it's not a violent retribution. It's like mind games. Like he's, he's reading this book. Give them nothing, but take from them everything. Yes. Yeah. That's and, the name of the book? Well, no, that was just a quote from that was 300. Quote. Yeah. Give them nothing. But take from them but everything. Take. Leonidas. Leonidas. Yeah. And that's what he was doing. That's what he does in the series. Now it ended on a big cliffhanger. For part two to come on, I was like, damn, I knew it was going, well, I ain't going to give it away. Lupin, check it out. Have the subtitles on English and just have the French dialogue yeah. going. And it's a it's an easier watch and a better follow. And I was like, wow, because I just, when when my wife put it on, I was like, uh, I had my iPad in my, my hand. I said, okay, yeah, we'll watch this. And I'm just like this. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then it, it, the way that it plays out, it, it, it really messes with you. So mentally, it, it gets you to thinking, you know, and, and, it, and you, you have to pay attention, right? That's what it's about, paying attention. So take a look at it. Let me know what you think. Um, John, try to try episode one that way. Drew, when you get a time, just let me know if you watch episode one that way or you want to come over here and watch it. We'll do that. And, uh, it's, it's a very quick, easy watch. It isn't painful to go through and it ain't like black box <laughs> it ain't gonna be like that a mind so, fuck yeah yeah no no mind fuck so um S- sorry yeah if you're listening <laughs> all right so uh song of the week what y'all got talk to me so we get out of here what you got big time what's your son of, song of the week i call john big time if y'all don't know that so jimmy hendrix okay voodoo child Woo! 
That guitar play is whew. put some respect on his name. This guy was a former uh, paratrooper. Oh wow! Uh, back in the uh, in the sixties, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a yeah paratrooper. Really? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Voodoo Child um, brought back memories of my childhood when um, Hulk Hogan came down. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I wasn't big into Jimmy Hendrix then, but I'm big into Jimmy Hendrix now. Just based off of that fact that um, he chose uh, this as his intro music as he walked to uh, the ring night after night with Michael Buffer uh, <laughs> calling all of his championship matches. Heavyweight champion of the world, <laughs> Hollywood. Hulk. How absurd was that? Hulk. <laughs> How absurd was that? And you just hear that guitar. <laughs> And he air guitars his championship belt with the NWO spray painted, spray painted on the title belt. So, wow, Jimi Hendrix, Voodoo Child. All right, all right, Uh, Drew. Um, This is off of the album "Distant Relatives." It's the collaboration with Nas and Damian Marley. Oh man. Uh the song is called Tribes at War. Oh. Again, the whole album is is Tribes at War. The the song is Tribes at War. Okay, I've never that, heard that. You know that's actually and I and I hate to say this because I'm a big Nas fan. I never listened to the album. You should. I well I am. I am now. From front to back. That's one of the <clears> rare <throat> albums that, that's come out. Said Tribes at War. Tribes at War. With uh again, it's a a collaboration, it's a whole album between Nas and Damian Marley. Called Distant Relatives. Okay. But the song is called Tribes at War. Well, I am putting that in right now so I can look into that. Um, my song of the week, and it it, uh, it may sound like I, I kind of copied off of you, but I didn't. It's actually a Nas song, too. Um, the Nas song is called Fried Chicken, featuring Busta Rhymes. It's not what you think. They talk about fried chicken, but you got to listen to the lyrics, okay? Listen to the lyrics. It's called Fried Chicken Nas. It's off of his untitled album that he came out with. It didn't have a title to it. Um, fried Chicken, Nas and Busta Rhymes. That's my, that's my jam. I've been, yeah, I've been on that this week. So check it out. Uh, any, any thoughts before we get out of here, guys? Final thoughts. Yeah, yeah. So normally, um, and this is out of order, but it's all good though. Um, normally, I share something when we open up our bottles and mm-hmm. and toast to it. You know, I, I try to sprinkle some that we probably don't have never heard of before. Yeah. So I'm gonna do a little bit at the end. Um, I want everybody to look up a name called uh, gentleman. Name is Daniel Hale Williams. Uh, gentleman was born in 1856 and died in 1931. Um, he was an American general surgeon, and he is first. Uh, he was the first performed to uh, first documented to perform successful pericardium surgery. Um, black man. Mm-hmm. Um, he founded the Chicago's Provident Hospital, um, and the heart surgeon or the heart surgery that he performed um, was again the first. Uh, not traditionally educated, but again. When you're given chicken shit you, and you're able to make chicken dinner, that says a lot about you. 
Daniel Hale Williams. Yep. Born 1856, died 1931. Wow. Wow. First documented successful pericardium surgery. Is that how you pronounce it? Pericardium. Pericardium. Wow. Okay. Well, I will definitely look him up because I... I'm learning something new. Thanks, brother. Yeah, man. I appreciate that in your dashiki and your yeah, and your no, head. I had to bring out the, <laughs> you know. Yeah, the shout out through. to Etsy. The yeah. Etsy page. All right, all right, all right. B time. What you got? What's your final thoughts for the day? Pregnant pause. I think I was trying to allude to this in a previous episode, but it came out completely simplistic and not what I wanted to state. So every day is what you make it. So make it a great day. I like that, man. I like that. Um, I will say love. My final thought is love. We spend too much time. Music soul child. This, <laughs> don't make me break out this song. Man, that song popped um, in my What? We said there's we been spend a too much hating. People have gotten pregnant off of that. I'm trying to tell you. Um, we spend too much still time are. hating. They still and, are. And disliking and, 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 and not supporting and not loving someone. So love each other. You know, it will make, to me, your life in the surroundings a lot better um, if you learn how to love instead of. You know, scrutinizing, not liking, disliking, hating, which is a word I don't like, which is hate. But start loving. All right. We out of here. Check us out on the page. You know, yep. <laughs> Let me stop before we get copyrighted. For real. <laughs> that five second, that one second clip. That's good, though. Um, we are uh, on our Facebook page, the Short Desk Podcast. We're on Instagram at the short desk podcast you will see all of the pictures and everything that we have for today with the food with the drinks check out badass sandwiches here in orlando again very good sandwiches you heard us crunching and munching for the first 30 minutes of the show so i gotta tell you how good it is follow us please subscribe download wherever you uh listen to podcasts we download come at you again yes download yes yes download we download. are the short desk podcast Tell them one more again, John. Please download. <laughs> so we can gauge how well we're doing. Yes. So just don't listen. Even if you just want to listen, please just download. Mm-hmm. You can delete it if you want and just press play. That's right. But please just download. Uh, we would greatly appreciate that. Thank you. That's all I got. Thank you. We are the Short Disc Podcast. Holla at your boy. <laughs>